Hello there and welcome into the Career Competitor Podcast with me, Steve Meller. And we are the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career today. I'm delighted to be welcoming in an entrepreneur keynote speaker, Aaron Golub, to the Career Competitor Podcast. And Aaron has an incredible story to tell. He's going to be helping us better understand how to achieve goals through adversity. But before I go any further with introducing and welcoming Aaron to the show, let me tell you all about Career Competitor, the service. You just need to go to careercompetitor.com to learn everything you need to know about my coaching and consulting services. At the end of the day, this podcast was born on the idea of optimizing you, the listener, in relation to your career and your life. We want to help you perform at levels that we've never performed at before. And how do we do that? Well, let's start with a 30-minute free consultation. That's right. If you reach out to me, it's steve at careercompetitor.com. That's steve at careercompetitor.com. You can set up a 30-minute free consultation with me and we'll sit down. I'll listen. You'll talk and tell me all about what it is you feel you think coaching could really do for you to help you optimize performance and reach levels within your career or within your life that you know you've always been capable of reaching. So again, make sure you go to careercompetitor.com and check that out before you're done with the show today. Now, let's get to my guest, Aaron Golub. Now, Aaron, he was the first legally blind football player to play at the Division I level. He attended Tulane University here in Louisiana and graduated back in 2018, went into a career in the finance sector, and today is now building his own business as an entrepreneur, working specifically within keynote speaking. And I get a feeling he's going to be going into many, many more endeavors over time as well. Now, like I said at the outset of the show, achieving goals through adversity is where Aaron and I are going to really focus this conversation on today. And One thing I really want to encourage you all to pay attention to here is the matter-of-factness that Aaron presents his message to us today. It's important. It really is. When we think about dealing with adversity, sometimes we want that arm around us. We want that shoulder to lean on, and that's fine. There's a time and a place for that, but there's also a moment where we have to take accountability. We have to take actual possession of the adversity ourselves and like i said aaron's message is absolutely filled with this direct mindset of taking ownership for what it is we are maybe struggling with so really pay attention to that obviously plenty more for you to be paying attention to throughout the episode as well and be sure to hang around at the end where i go over one or two takeaways that i couldn't help but share with you all before we're done here today but with no further delay, let's welcome in Aaron Golub to the Career Competitor Podcast, and I hope you all enjoy. Okay, well, it gives me great pleasure to welcome in Aaron Golub to the Career Competitor Podcast. Firstly, Aaron, we're talking here on a, a Monday afternoon for me. You're on the West Coast Monday morning. How's it going today, man? Things are good. Things are good. Glad to, to be here with you today. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so glad that we got connected through the magical world that is LinkedIn and uh, be able to firstly have a, a, a nice chat with you a few weeks back and definitely couldn't help but resist the temptation to invite you onto the show and and have you join uh, everything that we've been doing here through 2022, lots of specific content, every single person that I talked to. And today we're really going to be hammering home this idea of achieving goals through 
adversity. So before we go into all the good stuff that we're going to be taking from that, Aaron, why don't you give everyone a, a good solid introduction of, uh, of who you are so they, they can know a little bit more about you? Yeah. So my name's Aaron Golub. I'm legally blind, no vision in my right eye, very limited in my left. Played football at Tulane University, becoming the first legally blind divisional athlete to play in a game. Was named a team captain, went on to become an NFL free agent, and now I'm an entrepreneur and a speaker. Yes, and and you're how old? Just just tell everyone that too. Twenty five. Twenty five. All right, twenty five. So that's a lot, man. That's a, <laughs> it's a lot already at twenty five. Uh, you are very much well on your way. Um, and tell us a little bit about this entrepreneur spirit this entrepreneur plan that you have in place right now what is it specifically that you're really you know channeling that energy into yeah you know the main mission with everything i do is how can i impact other people you know there's a lot that goes into being an entrepreneur building a business and there's there's a few key you know checkpoints the number one is how can i impact other people and if what i'm doing leads to that path then great if it doesn't, then I probably shouldn't be doing it. Number two, obviously, is you know, is the activity that I'm doing going to create revenue, going to create profit? You know, that's obviously very important if you're an entrepreneur, if you're building your own business. But that can't be the number one thing because that can't drive you forever. And so that's definitely in the top three, but it's not the number one. The number one's impact. And you know, number three is you know, am I happy? Am I fulfilled with everything that I'm doing? And you know, things that check off all three of those boxes are the activities, are the endeavors that I you know go for. I, I'm a huge fan of that approach. Uh, I really am. I think it's so easy in the entrepreneur world to, to have this focus of a specific goal, maybe a specific amount of revenue, a number that you have in mind for clientele, how many, you know, how many people you want to be working with and all this kind of stuff. And here you are really going all in on your values, all in yeah, on your I, values. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I want to be an eight, nine figure entrepreneur. I want to make <laughs> sure. a ton of money. Don't get me wrong. Not, <laughs> not saying I don't, but that can't be the number one focus. The mm. number one focus is how do I impact other people? Because at the end of the day, money is fake. Money means nothing. You know, money is a tool if you use it right to leverage relationships, opportunities, things that can create a better life for you. But mm. not, money doesn't on its own create the life that you want. I can't help but see this as a really nice transition into what you're here to talk about here uh, with us today, because when you talk about the materialistic components, I'm almost, I'm almost hearing it right away that there's this secret to what we're going to be discussing here in terms of achieving these goals through adversities. If we're too focused on the materialistic stuff, if we're too focused on these things that, as you say, really don't hold value in the grand scheme of life, then are they going to be enough to get us through the dark times, through the difficult times? Um, so with that thought in mind, just maybe maybe just add on to that to begin with. I know it's not really a question, but just sort of what does that sort of prompt you to, to, to say, to think? Yeah, I mean, I guess diving into what I talk about when I speak, it's, it's achieving goals through adversity is one of my biggest keynote topics. There's many things I talk on that's one of my most popular, one of my most common ones. And it's going through, despite the challenges, the adversities, the obstacles that are in your life, how do you shift your mindset, shift your perspective to overcome them, accomplish your goals and create success? And it's, it's a lot easier than most people think. Most people have this opinion, this idea that the challenges, the adversities, the roadblocks that are in their lives are there and they're happening to them, that they're a victim, that the world is out to get them. And that's just not true. The adversity, the challenge, the obstacles that you face are there for you for a reason. They're there for you to learn, for you to grow, for you to get better. And so one of the things I talk about is 
being legally blind for me, that happened for me, not to me. I'm so thankful, so grateful, so blessed that I was born legally blind because it's allowed me to do incredible things, have amazing experiences, create opportunities that I wouldn't have had if I wasn't legally blind. And because of that, I'm thankful. And basically showing others within my talks, within my speeches, how you can shift your perspective and everything within your daily actions to really think like that and, and change your life because of that. Yeah, for me, that that is just a great way to start this this conversation because I, I'm immediately reflecting on just my story of getting into entrepreneurship here in the last six months. And I, I went through some a, a pretty crappy month or so in my old job. And um, you can't help but play victim. You can't, you, you just can't help it. it it's, it's this human tendency for us to immediately feel like, why is this happening to me? Why is it happening to me? And uh, the second you started going down this this path of for me immediately my eyes just opened up and uh, what was all that happening well, things just for change me? yeah yeah things change it's 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 the trouble that you're going through right now <clears throat> instead of focusing in on it and saying this is a challenge that you know my life sucks this adversity is bad <clears throat> why is this happening to me just ask make that ask like what can i learn from this how can i grow from this what is this doing for me and it might be hard but if you think hard enough you can probably find something that you can learn from the situation that you're in absolutely and i think i can't help but want to now just go a little bit back in, into your story of, of playing football in college being that first legally blind d1 uh, football player just just with that being said when you enter college and you're you've, you're dealing with this what is your first because i have to assume you're a competitor right you're you're a competitor a football player you know you're on my show right <laughs> so you're you're a competitor at heart and football players you you can't help but want to show something some active competitiveness that says hey i'm here i'm here guys i'm here to compete i'm here to be on this team you know just with that idea in mind what what sort of what were some of your first actions when you when you got on campus and you're part of practice and all these kind of things what was those first few days looking like for you humility to sum mm. it up in one word it's look i went from a young age being a terrible athlete being a third string junior varsity player to working my ass off finding the right position figuring it out and becoming one of the best long snappers in the nation my senior year of high school but that didn't matter as soon as you step onto a college campus, when you're playing at the next level, no one cares what you did in the past. No one cares how highly you were ranked. No one cares how many stars you had. No one cares what accolades you had. No one cares if you won state championships. It doesn't matter at all. You're, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. And if I went into that situation thinking that I was the best or thinking that I deserved to start or thinking that I deserved anything, I would have burned bridges. I wouldn't have made friendships. It would have been a tough road for me. But instead, I went into practice and said, how can I learn from this? I am the bottom of this totem pole right now. I am not going to play unless I earn my spot. How can I prove myself every single day, push myself, push my teammates, help everyone around me, be a leader every single day, day in, day out, and earn my spot and earn my opportunity? The issue is so many guys go into those opportunities and, and those experiences and think that they deserve something. You deserve nothing. You deserve nothing until you prove that you deserve it. Well, you are singing from my hymn sheet, brother. <laughs> You're, I'm here for all this right now because for me, the, the, the earning mindset is something that I'm so passionate about. It's something that's come up on the show before multiple times. And the, the, desire to, the desire to earn is a great place to start. But when these trials and tribulations come your way, that ability for you, as you said, to, to stand there and say, this is happening for me instead of to me, 
it it almost it almost allows you to sort of multiply and turn that earning mindset into a superpower. You know, just this sudden desires like I I see these I see these issues coming my way. Yeah, I'm acknowledging them, but now I'm actually going to em- embrace them. Do you do you do you sort of resonate with that that idea? Yeah, I mean, look, and going back to that comment that I made a minute ago, but if you do the things that other people aren't willing to do, you'll get the things that other people won't get and you'll end up deserving the things that other people don't deserve. And so it's kind of just a cycle. It's it's it, it's not solely about working hard, but it's about working smart too. I think so many people get those two mixed up and it's a combination. You you have to work hard, but you also have to work smart because the, the best people in the world, I promise you, are not just grinding away 14 hours a day. They're working smart and figuring out how to separate themselves from their business, from their life to, to do other things. Um, and so it's a combination there. Mm. Yeah. And just to fast forward a little bit here, because I know your first job out of college uh, was, well, you, you were obviously an NFL uh, unrestricted free agent, but at the same time, your, your first career away from football was that in the finance industry. And for you to go into an industry like that and, and then obviously have these opportunities to, to look at entrepreneurship now, look at what it means to maybe go into keynote speaking. Can you just walk me through a little bit of that part of your journey in terms of, again, the adaptation to college life, the adaptation to football obviously came with all these adversities and you handled them head on and did so well. What were those initial adversities? What were those initial challenges maybe that came with that second chapter? Yeah. I mean, you learn from every experience and it's, it's this very similar mentality of humility. How can you go into this new space and learn everything that you can? And that's what I did in the world of finance in the beginning. It was how can I soak up every single thing that's going on? And then eventually when I, you know, soon after started to really do more keynote speaking because I had done, you know, speeches in college and high school and, and things like that, always free interviews. I was in Good Morning America with my story, things like that. But when I started to say, I want to also create a business, I want to create something where I can get paid to speak. I want to create something where I can impact other people. I want to create something that I can leave a legacy. It was, you know, challenging in the beginning, balancing the two. How do I create this business, become a paid speaker, but not neglect what I have going on in finance? Because in finance, it's building my own business as well. And in the beginning, it was tough. Don't get me wrong. It was figuring that out. It was working really long hours and I still work a ton. To, to manage what I have going on, but it's so rewarding now once you figure things out and, and you get that balance and you learn what you need to do. Yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, obviously we started here with this idea of things happening for me. And now I'm hearing, what do I plan to do with this? What do I plan to do with the moment, with the opportunity, with the resources that I have available? Because, because you aren't operating in this victim mindset you're now yeah. operating with this assertive mindset. Everything seems to be assertive with you. Does that sound right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think for, for you now heading into this entrepreneurship chapter of your life, I can't help but wonder, if, just to switch gears a little bit here, from just to make this a bit more about you, the competitor that you are, what do you feel as though is realistic for you? I know we joked before about eight figures, nine figures and all this kind of thing, but what do you feel is realistic for you now? Sticking to your values, obviously, that you lined out to begin with. What, what's, the, what's the realistic goal? What did the ambition look like? Oh, those aren't joking goals. I do every single thing I do to be the best in the world that I do. I want to impact millions and millions of people, but I, I want to build a business that does eight, nine figures. That's no joke at all. I want to build an extremely profitable and successful business while at the same time helping and impacting millions of people every single day and creating a legacy for myself. 
Well, I'm I'm here for it in the sense of I can't wait to see it all come to fruition. And something that you've talked about here already a couple of times is leadership. And I know that's another big part of what you discuss when you do your keynote speeches. It, it is something that has been probably discussed no less than three or four times on all my episodes so far in 2022. I talk about it a lot. I write about it a lot. But when I say the word leadership, what comes to mind for you? I think a lot of people don't understand what leadership really is, hmm. to be honest with you. I think most people think you show up to your job or you're on the, the you know, in the arena, whether it be a court or a field or whatever, and you, you know, are the best player there, or you, you know, perform really well in your job or, or in your business and whatever it is, you make a lot of money or you score a lot of points or whatever. And you think that means you're a leader and that's just not true at all. A leader is someone who pushes the other people around them to get better. It doesn't matter how good you are. What matters is how do you show up every day and help the people around you improve? And if you can push the people around you, if you can help bring them up to a new level, that's what leadership is. Leadership isn't, hey, I went and made $10,000 today. No, it's, hey, how can I help my team get to a point where they are really successful? That's what leadership is. And most people confuse the two. Yeah. And it's so funny the the day we're recording this, I just literally released an episode of of this show uh one of my competitive calls about the idea of leadership and the notion that we as leaders the greatest goal is to try and develop and coach individuals to a point where they no longer need you you know and and that is a lot of what you're talking about here is is pushing people to get better is one thing but then them going on to be successful and you being comfortable almost saying hey I'm not going to get recognition for this. You know, I'm, this is their moment. This is my team's moment. This isn't my moment. This isn't about me. Uh, you know, and, and the two of what we've talked about here, they very much come hand in hand. This idea of adversity, uh, achieving goals, sorry, through adversity yeah. and then leadership. You know, that's what you're talking about here. You're talking about a leader that is saying, hey, I'm going to help you through the adversities so that you can be successful, even if I am a part of it. And And if you do it right, if you are the right leader, then your team will push back on you and help you achieve your goals as well. And, and, you know, one quick story here. So I'm in the process yeah. of, you know, creating selling and, and, and launching a, a business with a couple of people that I, is going to do very well. It's going to a unique area. It's, 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 I'm very excited for it, but I, for a while was so focused on how can we make this all about us? Because, you know, we're all partners in this business, the people I'm working with, and I wanted it to be collaborative. I wanted us to all be, you know, uh, the faces of this. And they were pushing back on me and, and saying that I had to be the face of it. It really had to be, you know, we're all going to be partners, but I had to be the upfront, you know, CEO, founder, and it had to be centered around me. When people think of the business, it has to be me. Hmm. And I had a really hard time with that in the beginning, not because I didn't want that to happen, but because... I felt like that, like I wanted them to feel contributed. Like I wanted them to feel a part of the business. I wanted it to be all of us and it is all of us, but it took me a little bit to understand that like it has to be around me because it's centered around my story. It's centered around things that I've done and they're no less, you know, partners because of that. It's just the best way for us to succeed. And so, you know, because of who I am and, and, how I'm willing to give them opportunities and I want to work with them. And, and, you know, that wasn't what I was looking for. You know, they push to have that happen and, and it, you know, will create great things for me, but I'll be able to use it to create great things for them. And I think that's, you know, really a, an interesting point for a leader. 
It is. As you're talking, as we're going through this interview, my mind is creating like this triangle um, of, of and, and each point of the triangle is at, at any point that that's where the leader may need to may need to be a leader. And, you know, the, the three points so far, just simply being encouraging people through adversity, the idea of, of leading when necessary, and then also the ownership side of it, as you're talking about here, just this whole this whole dimension of saying at a certain point, someone has to be responsible at a certain point. Someone may have to be the face may have to be the yeah. voice on any given moment. And that's about ownership. And uh, as much as clearly so much of what you're about is humility and to a certain point, even selflessness. So the idea of then saying, well, now I have to take ownership of this. Now yeah. I have to be the name that is, I can see how that can mess with someone for sure. And the thing there is you have to be selfish to end up being selfless. Like you have to take care of yourself first. You have to build something for yourself in order to build something for other people. And, you know, I'm building, helping build something for all of us, but you know, the way it worked out is I have to be a little selfish and take credit for it and be the face in the name of it. Absolutely. And uh, almost that exact same sentence has been, has been, uh, been said on the show before as well. It it is one that the first time I heard it, 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 it's so true. Uh, the idea of, of, of being selfish to be selfless is uh, for, for leaders, especially it's, it's massive. And, and especially for teams too, especially for teams to operate at the best um, that, that, that mindset is, is, is massive, but you know, just as, as I start to break all this down, Aaron, the one thing I really want to do is, is be able to give our listeners elements of, of action steps, call to action, if you will, of, Hey, listen, you know, it's, I'm having a bad day. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Typically, maybe through your keynotes or whether it's through opportunities to coach and mentor, whatever it may be, what what tends to be those immediate pieces of insight that you share with people when they are going through some hardships? It's trying to shift your perspective, to be honest. It's it's really going back to that. How is how are you able to learn from this, grow from this, and you know, have a better outcome because of it? But it's taking that step back and really doing that deep work and figuring that out because it's going to be hard to figure out, especially in the beginning. But if you can really focus on that, what are you learning and growing from this? Then it will all get better. Yeah. The, the, the reflective exercises are, <laughs> they're tough. <laughs> they are tough. I mean, and, and that's, you said it yourself, you know, you, you got to do some deeper work. You, you got to be willing to take the time and work on this sort of stuff to the, to the, to the people listening that maybe struggled with that, vulnerability let's say that comes with that type of a process any any thoughts on maybe what's a great way just to initiate something like that i mean there there's nothing stopping you from doing it is my first point because you can do this exercise and be vulnerable with yourself and not share it with other people and so look yes it can be hard being vulnerable and and being vulnerable with other people and i understand that and that might take time but Every single person in the world should be able to be vulnerable with yourself, be vulnerable with your own thoughts, write something down in a journal, whatever it is. If you can't do that, then honestly, I don't know what to tell you, but you got to be able to figure out how to do it at least for yourself. And it's okay if you can't share with other people, that's totally fine. But if you can't be honest and vulnerable with yourself, then you're not going to be able to make a change. Yeah. And to be honest, people that are listening to this show, they they don't tune in to to not be proactive, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of what we, a lot of what we discuss on here is, is to an audience of people that are, are here for, for ideas, for thoughts, for, 
the ways in which they can maybe challenge themselves. And, and that vulnerability one is, is right there at the forefront of everything we're talking about, both from an adversity standpoint and also a leadership standpoint. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. 100%. Um, yeah. and, and, and so with all this being said, man, um, I can't thank you enough for the time. We've absolutely flown through the interview. It feels like 20 minutes just went by in a blink of an <laughs> eye. Um, but usually that just means that the content was was pretty damn great. Uh, just just before I let you go, though, Aaron, I, I want people to be able to learn more about you and, and be able to go access this type of stuff. Where where should people go for that sort of thing? Yeah, so my website's AaronGolub.com. My social media is at Aaron J. Golub on Instagram and Twitter and, and stuff like that. But look, if I can help in any way, you know, be a part of anything, my email is Aaron at AaronGolub.com. I give that out in every podcast. 99.9% of people never reach out, but <laughs> if you do, I will respond to you. And that's why I give it out. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I do the same thing. And trust me, 99.9%, .9%, they don't reach out either. So don't take it too personally. Uh, well, good stuff. Aaron, honestly, man, this was uh, such a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad I, we were able to do this. And uh, I, I can't wait to hopefully one day get the opportunity to, to attend one of these speeches of yours. I'm sure they're pretty fantastic. So thanks again Definitely. for the time, man. Yeah, thank you. And my thanks again to Aaron for joining us on the show today. As I said there in my introduction, Aaron really gets to the point, right? He makes it really clear that there is ownership that we must take in dealing with our adversities. And he went even one step further in terms of what it is we do as leaders, that ability to take ownership in many ways of the outcome by pouring ourselves into those that we are responsible for, encouraging them to take ownership of the outcome themselves. Yes, our name as a leader will sometimes get attached to the result, but at the same time, we have to empower, we have to encourage those that we're responsible for, for those themselves to then go on and, and deal with adversities too. It all is cyclical. It all influences one another. So that's what I really enjoyed specifically about this conversation was the complementary components of achieving goals through adversity and tying that in with leadership as well. But a big takeaway for me is really just the humility component, the willingness to be bluntly honest with yourself. I have been born, raised, and now am influencing other people from this book of honesty. And I don't mean that in any disrespectful, any mean or abrupt way. Honesty, honesty doesn't have to be this aggressive thing. It doesn't. It can be a nurturing skill. It can be an action, if you will, that is taken in order to advance the betterment of somebody else. That doesn't mean it has to be seen as something that is hostile. It doesn't. We can be honest. We can be direct. We can be open with another person and express through that moment that this is for them. For them to get to a point mentally where they can see that something is happening for them. I love that term. Absolutely love that term. I'm going to be living parts of life now through that perspective of what it means for things to happen for me as opposed to to me. But the people within our lives, specifically that person staring right back at you in the mirror every single day, their role is to make sure that you are focusing from an honest perspective each and every day, being humble enough to say, hey, no one might care about this thing that I'm going through. I might not be able to ask for help on specific moments because this is just something that is on me to figure out. And that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. That is difficult. 
But as Aaron alluded to, in a number of ways throughout our discussion, so much of dealing with adversity, so much of just simply being successful comes with a level of toughness. It comes with a level of honesty that you have to get on board with. So I really appreciate Aaron hammering that home because like I said, it is something that is so important for us to understand, something for us to all hear and see if we can find ways to incorporate within our careers, within our lives. But again, it doesn't come easy. It is something that in many ways should be easy, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it will be. So with that in mind, just take the time to reflect, think about how you can become a little bit more honest, a bit more engaged with things that you need to have within your world and try to make it happen. You're capable of it. I know you are. Aaron knows you are. And that's why we're talking about it here on this particular episode. So thank you so much for joining us on the Career Competitor Podcast today. Make sure before you leave that you leave a five-star rating. It really does help. Those of you listening to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to do exactly that. And subscribe to the show while you're here as well. Share it with your friends. Let everybody know that Career Competitor is a great place for you to be optimizing performance on a day-to-day basis. So best of luck with everything you've got going on within your world. And bye for now.